check. One, two. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <clears throat> We're back. We're back. Step right up to be entertained. You are not hallucinating. Don't adjust those meds. Don't jiggle that aux cord. You are hearing right. Living with Ma podcast is back with a vengeance. Right, Mommy? Uh, not only are we back, this is our very first East Coast episode. Ma and I are nestled away in a little nest in uh, North Carolina, coming to you from the mountains. Um, Ma, I just have a, you know how we don't like to waste people's time. We just like right. to get right to the show. Right. I just have a couple of very quick announcements. Right. Okay. Is that okay with you? Sure. That's You're fine. part producer and director, and I just wanted to make sure. Okay, Ma, I think you can get behind this. We want to do a very quick apology to our regular listeners. Sorry we've been so distant. Uh, we, uh, we won't ever go on that long of a break again. It's been a month, Mom. We're on a moving hiatus. Me and Mama are in our new town. We drove across country. All this crazy, horrible stuff happened, but we won't waste your time. We're here. <laughs> right, Mom? Right. Horrible, horrible, dreadful, nightmarish things. Uh, that's old news now. That's old news now. We're moving on. We're moving on. If you're a regular listener, you know we have a very structured show because me and Mama like structure, don't we? Yes. We like to feel safe and non-annoyed. So for our old and new listeners alike, the breakdown is this week in history, birthdays, death and bad news section, Mom, current events, and of course our true crime portion and what we're watching and doing, announcements and shout-outs. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good. Okay. And just another very quick note. Some of these things may be from a week or two ago, but I wanted to bring them up in the show because they were significant right. to us. Right. Because we've been on this quote-unquote moving hiatus nightmare. Right. How are you feeling, Mom? I feel good. Good. Uh, we're both a little congested, but, you know, the show must go on. Boo-hoo us. Yay, listeners. Okay, are you ready to kick off the show, Mom, this week in history? Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. We're in our new town. April 11th, 1968, President Lyndon Johnson signed the Civil Acts, the Civil Rights Act of 1968. Oh, okay. You remember that? She was like, no, really. I was partying. Yeah, I don't know, 1968. The summer after the summer of love. Yeah, I think I was married. I was working at the bank. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. April 10th, 1970, the Beatles break up. Never was too much of a Beatles fan, but um, I do remember that they broke up. That's all I remember. Yeah, the Beatles don't move me at all. That was Yoko Ono. Well, doing. actually, that's the popular theory. But what I heard, Mom, <laughs> was that uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono were already broken up. John Lennon was already seeing a new woman. And, yeah. Well, he was still married to her whenever he got shot. Oh, gosh. Maybe I let the secret slip. Yeah, he was 
still married to her when uh, I heard though that they were separated oh well but I'm not in the know I'm not in the know either Ma. I, I don't know. even know where I could have made that up knowing mm, me maybe gosh. you dreamed it yeah. yeah I don't know okay so we neither of us like the Beatles I get the Beatles though so like give me a break Okay, the unsinkable RMS Titanic departs on its maiden voyage from England, Mom. 1912. Okay. Okay. Okay, Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Martin Luther King was assassinated, Ma. Oh, yes. April 14th, 1970. Apollo 13 explosion, Mom. Jim Lovell, Jack Swagger, and Fred Hayes were the crew of the Apollo 13 mission. The malfunction was caused by an explosion and rupture of oxygen tank number two in the service module. But what I heard, Mom, you know I have my insider info. What I heard, it's because Kevin Bacon didn't read the gauge before stirring the tanks. The explosion ruptured a line and some crap and this crazy stuff happened. Okay, and on the tail end of that, Mom, April 17th, 1970, the Apollo 13 astronauts splashed down safely. Do you remember when the Apollo 13 came back? No. You were just... Not paying attention. Not paying attention. You were just working and having a good time. I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, Do you believe we walked on the moon? Yes. Most definitely. Okay. I don't know if we did or not. Let's go back to these dates again. Okay. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. What is the date of his assassination? Abraham Lincoln was assassinated on April 14th, 1865. Mm. April 4th, 1968, Martin Luther King was assassinated. April 4th. That is uh, the day Wendy O. Williams of the Plasmatics committed suicide in the woods behind her home. That's my best friend from high school, Karen's birthday. April 4th. Okay. Okay. You feel satisfied? Yeah, I feel satisfied. Okay, Apollo 13 came back, and they put a sock in a vent, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay? Okay. April 5th, 1994, Kurt Cobain, the lead singer and guitarist and songwriter of the rock band Nirvana, commits suicide. Was it murder? Was it suicide? I don't know. He was found dead in the greenhouse, Mom. Yeah, uh, that's a little suspicious. Oh, interesting. Mom's not one to conspiracy theorize. Uh, what do you what do you know about it, Mom? Kurt Cobain. Um, We've never talked the, about this. The wife. Oh. I can't remember the details, but I know I was. I remember thinking, well, that sounds a little fishy. Mm, Mom, this is big coming from Mom, Courtney Love. Yeah, but I can't remember the circumstances or why I thought that or right. what happened. I lay with this conspiracy like I do most of them, 50-50. Yeah. I'm 50-50 on everything. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know? I I really don't know. I don't know. I don't have any insider information. Yeah. Or maybe I do, and I'm just not going to talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. We're going on to the next section, Mom, birthdays. Okay. This is huge. Are you ready? I'm ready. April 3rd, 1968, Sebastian Bach, the lead singer of the 80s and 90s metal band Skid Row, is 51. Remember Skid Row? I used to love them. Mm -hmm. I would pick out their songs on guitar. Oh, I love them. I Remember You by Skid Row was the first song I ever picked out on guitar. 
Okay. Oh, you're going to like this. April 4th, 1966. Actress Nancy McKeon, best known for Joe on The Facts of Life, is 53. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is one you don't like. Kristen Stewart. Mm, best known for Twilight movies. Born April 9th, 1990. She's 29 years old. Ma, why don't you like Kristen Stewart? Uh... She's very uh, self-absorbed. She's oh. um, um, it's like she doesn't care about the world around her at all. She is just simply wrapped up in her self. Interesting. I thought you didn't like her because she uh, never smiled. Well, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. mom, mom doesn't like uh. Kirsten, Kristen Stewart because she never smiles and always has a scowl, which is actually the reason why I like Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she never smiles. Never. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I don't like the way she uh, did her, I don't know whether it was her husband or her boyfriend. The guy who played in Twilight movie with yeah. her? Robert Patterson. So you, you don't Patterson. like her, you don't like her because she uh, broke his heart. That, plus she, like I say, she's so self-absorbed, like there's just not a world around her. <laughs> I like her for the same reasons you hate her. Hmm. All right, happy birthday, uh, Kristen Stewart. Sorry mom doesn't like you. Uh, Merle Haggard, ma, classic country singer. Birthday, April 6, 1937. He would have been 81. Hmm, Willie Nelson had a birthday. Okay, and last, wrapping up the birthdays, Claire Danes, the actress from My So-Called Life and Homeland, mom. Mm -hmm. Mom loves Homeland. Mm -hmm. uh, April 12th, 1979, she's 40. She's one year oh. younger than me. Yeah. And back to um, just before that, who did you say? Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, what is his birthday? Willie Nelson, April 29th, 1933. I saw Willie Nelson in real life. Yeah, you told me. He's very short. He reminds me of Charles Manson. Oh, yeah, he does kind of have that. Mm -hmm. Charles Manson with like that had a good childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Uma Thurman and Kirsten Dunst are honorable mentions for birthdays in April. Okay, Mom, we're moving on to the next section. Okay. Death and bad news section. Oh, Lord. Boy. It's everywhere. It's out of control. Yeah. Okay, deaths, Mom. Lorraine Warren, do you know who that is? No. The Conjuring real-life demon chaser, dead at 92. Lorraine Warren, a.k.a. Ed and Lorraine Warren, mom, they were ghost hunters from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Doesn't ring a bell to me. Lorraine Warren, the real-life paranormal investigator whose work inspired the Conjuring horror franchise, has died. Lorraine died quietly and peacefully earlier this week, according to her grandson, Chris McKinnell. He said, quote, Last night my grandmother, Lorraine Warren, quietly and peacefully left us to join her beloved Ed. She was happy and laughing until the very end. Good. Do you believe in ghosts? No. I don't know if I do. I, I Maybe I do, maybe I don't. 50-50. If I'd ever seen one, it'd make a difference, but I've... Never seen one. In 72 years, I've never seen a ghost, so I don't <laughs> believe in them. <laughs> okay, uh, Ma, Luke Perry. Aw. Yeah. You know, it's been a while, but, you know, mm -hmm. we've been on moving hiatus, quote-unquote. Luke Perry from 90210 died from a stroke. He was 52, Mom. What were you doing when you were 52? You don't remember. 52, let's see. You would have already been away from home by that time. You were partying. 
now 52. Dad was still alive? Yeah. Or maybe he had just died. He died in 98. When I was 52, he would he passed away when I was 50. Oh. 51. You were so, homeless traveling around in your Jeep, crashing. Not, not yet. I was just still working at the Press Journal. Mom used to write the obituaries for the Vera Beach Press Journal. Well, I didn't actually write them. They were already written. I just data entry into them. Still, Ma. But, um, yeah, I was, um, I was alone and working. And that's about it. Luke Perry died. Working on the house, making a little playhouse. We call it my playhouse. Yeah. Okay. Let's get through the death and bad news section. Keith yeah. Flint from the 90s group Prodigy. This is more for people my age, Mom. Yeah, don't uh, know him. He hung himself. He was 49. Uh-huh. Dick Dale, the pioneer of surf rock, died, which surf rock is my favorite kind of music. Don't know him. He died of heart and kidney failure. Oh, oh yes, here's one, Mom. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, see, that's the uh, one just the last week or something. Yeah, uh, Mom and I didn't... He was murdered, yeah. Yeah, Mom and I didn't know who Nipsey Hussle was, but we kind of like him now. There was a uh, old-time comedian back in the 50s, and his name was uh, Nipsey Russell. Oh, maybe that's where he got his name from, and put a I hustle wonder. on the end. Uh-huh. That's cool. Actually, there's a conspiracy theory about his death, Mom. Mm. So Nipsey Hussle was working on a uh, documentary by this herbalist called Dr. Sebi, and Dr. Sebi was murdered. Mm. And he claimed that he had found the cure for cancer. Mm. And also, and please don't quote me on this, y'all, but, um, because I did, I looked into it briefly, but, um, Basically, Nipsey wanted to bring to light everything that this doctor... He, the doctor died, but he left all of his writings and all of his research and everything. Mm-hmm. So Nipsey was doing a documentary on this guy where we can heal ourselves, you know, by our diets and everything like that. Yeah. So people holistic. are... Holistic. Holistic, but like straight up, like the real deal. Yeah. And so people are theorizing that uh, he was murdered because he they didn't want to bring, you know, that powerful information for us to heal ourselves and for us to take care of ourselves because of big pharma blah 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 and all that stuff right so people are saying that maybe that's why he was killed what do you think well um i only know the little bit i saw on the news clips on tv which never tell us anything right because i just don't know i don't really have an opinion on him um i'm sad he died for people yeah. who liked him and his family. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, you know, nothing would surprise me. No. I don't, I don't, Mom knows, too. Mom don't trust the news. <laughs> we don't trust nobody. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Catherine Helmand, Mom. The grandma oh, and who's yeah. the boss. Yeah. And Soap. She played oh. the, the uh, funny show that used to be on Soap that everybody was crazy about. Mm. It the funniest show and she, that's where she first came to light. That's where Billy Crystal was discovered. Was oh, wow. Point. Yeah. Um, she died from complications from Alzheimer's at her home in L.A., Mom. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, she, she's very funny. Sad. And she played an overboard. She was saying, uh, <gasps> Yes, the, the mom with, like, the masks and the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's me and Mom's favorite movie together, Overboard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Frida Foreman, George Foreman's daughter, died from suicide, Mom. 
don't know anything about that. Oh, this happened very recently. Ken Kercheveau, who played Cliff Barnes in Dallas, just died. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, after Dallas went off, I never saw him again, I don't think. Yeah, he probably never had to work again. He probably didn't. Uh, I remember watching Dallas as a little kid with, with you and uh, Dad. Mm. You know, like little kids say dumb things. Like, I remember saying to Dad one time, I feel like Cliff Barnes smells. <laughs> <laughs> and Dad was like, oh, I don't know where that came from. But I thought that was relevant. I yeah. thought Cliff Barnes smelled whenever I was little. I don't know mm. what that means. Mm -hmm. It's funny. It's horrifying. Okay, and so we're done with the death section. I'm sure we missed some oh. people, but we're not trying to diss anybody. Right. Okay, so we're on to the bad news section, Mom. Okay. God, when's it going to get happy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. This is a little bit older story, like I said in the opening. Alex Trebek, of course, the host of Jeopardy, announced that he had stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. Ma. Was it stage four? Yes. I didn't remember that. I remember we watched his heartfelt video. Yeah. Uh, other celebrities that have had pancreatic cancer. I made a list. Sid Barrett, the songwriter and musician, and one of the founders of Pink Floyd, amazing mm -hmm. solo artist. I love Sid Barrett. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love Sid Barrett. Mom. I'm not familiar with him. Joan Crawford. Oh, really? Yep. The actress uh, that her life was portrayed possibly in the movie Mommy Dearest. Yeah, that was in the 40s and 50s. She was popular. Yes. Do you remember, you remember us watching Mommy Dearest when I were growing oh, up? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. My favorite movie, or my favorite scene in that movie is... Whatever. Zangers. No, that's classic. My favorite scene in Mommy Dearest is whenever, like, something bad happened. I think the Oscars came on, and I don't know. I can't remember. Something... Something triggered her, and she went outside and went, bring me the axe, and just started Tina. chopping her garden up. I really love that scene. Bring me the I axe. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember the clothes hangers. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Oh, Sally Ride, the first woman and the youngest to ever go in space. Pancreatic mm -hmm. cancer mom, Sally Ride. Didn't know that. Michael Landon, Little House on the Prairie, Dad. Right. Which we love. Steve Jobs, the CEO and co-founder of Apple. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, I wanted to ask you this about Steve Jobs. Do you know his last words whenever he passed? Do you no. know? They made the news. These were his last words. Yeah. Quote, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, end quote. Is that some kind of... Uh... I see the lights from heaven kind of thing? No one knows, Mom. It could be a rush of dopamine due to death. It could be Jesus himself coming down. It could be yeah, the devil. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think much of that. That blows Mom. Mom can't think about that. She no. doesn't want to think about that. Okay, no, let's move on. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, of course, Patrick Swayze. Mm, yeah. Pancreatic for cancer, Mom. Yeah, that was sad. I remember that. Yeah, we know him from Ghost and uh, Donnie Darko. Okay, let's move on. Are you ready, Mom, to get uplifted? We're gonna we're past the death, bad news, all that crap. Okay. Do you want to get into the current events, c -c -c current events section? Sure. Okay. Oh yes. 
We are starting this week's current event story with something that mom loves because it's mom's show. Tiger Woods won the Masters. Oh, yeah. Mom cried. Yes. She cried. Yes. It so was, happy. Yeah. It was a few weeks ago, but we were on our moving hiatus. Mom, what were you, what do you want to say to Tiger? I knew you could do it. Mm. I had faith in you the whole time. I knew you could do it. And I don't think you're stopping now. I think there's tournaments left in your career for you to win. And I think wow. you'll win them. Wow. All right. Well, you heard it here first. This is just the beginning for Tiger Woods. I think. Mom loves Tiger. Yeah. Loves Tiger. We're going to get you to a golf game, Mom. Even though he is considered to be of age, uh, all these other guys, Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler and all of them, they're like in their late 20s, mid to late 20s. Yeah. And uh, Tiger's 40 some odd. Well, with modern medicine, it's like 40s the new 20. Yeah. You know, like 70s yeah. the new 45. And I'm so glad he won, and I, I think he's going to win more. You're so pumped about Tiger. Maybe yeah. when we move into our new place, we'll get you a poster of Tiger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. The bombings in Sri Lanka, Mom, killing mm. 250 people. I guess they say ISIS claimed responsibility, responsibility. What do you think? I think it's probably true. I just think it's horrible, Mommy. Oh, the, oh, it's one of the saddest things. You believe Like the it? burning of the church uh, in Notre Dame. It's just terrible. Sad. Horrible. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get out of this bad news section. Right. Oh, yes. This is huge. Now, uh, if you know our show, you know that we're Britney Spears fans, Brit Brit. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a hashtag, there's a conspiracy mom about Britney. There's been a hashtag going around, hashtag free Britney. Now, here's the deal. Free Britney. Yes, here's the deal. Britney's been missing for quite some time, but she said that she was going into a mental health facility check-in because her dad was sick, and it was just too overwhelming for her, so she just... You know, she's had problem with drugs and alcohol and mental mm -hmm. health issues. So she basically, they made it sound like, like she just wanted to take a time out and be in a safe place so she wouldn't, you know, hurt mm -hmm. herself or whatever mm -hmm. in any way. Which totally makes sense if you know Brit. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Uh, it A podcast that is centered around Britney Spears supposedly got this phone call from a paralegal who said that Britney's being held against her will at the mental health facility and that her dad, they made up the story that her dad was sick because Britney wasn't taking her meds and her dad has a conservatorship for her stuff. So basically, you know what a conservatorship right. is. So for our people out there who don't know what a conservatorship is, it's someone who like, um, you know, take handles all of your money is basically basically it turns you into an adolescent again legally, where you have no rights to take care of you know right. your stuff because people think that you're not fit to do it or whatever. So this just broke last week, and the big the big thing was is that people were saying on Instagram like free Britney, she's being held against her will, and Britney's mom was liking the posts. Hmm. Uh-huh. So people took that as she was communicating with them like there is a problem. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You know how mm -hmm. sometimes people uh, 
communicate in ways that are different than just flat out. In code, yeah. In code, yeah. So she was liking people's free Britney thing. So people took that as, well, Britney must be in trouble. So quickly, uh, so I this- I remember hearing something on Entertainment Tonight about that. Yeah. But then Britney came forward and said everything. Was well, okay. here's what happened. Guess what just happened out of nowhere, Mom, yesterday? She got released from the mental health facility. Yeah. So don't tell me that that ain't connected. You know, people coming out and this just broke, Mom, yesterday. Britney Spears leaving mental health facility, but meds still a problem. Britney Spears will be checking herself out of the mental health facility where she's been for 30 days as early as today. But we've learned she's still dealing with a big unresolved issue, her meds. Okay, now I can tell you straight up, I used to work at a rehab, Mom, remember? Right. And if teenagers don't take their meds or don't comply with their contract, they can get thrown to wilderness program. They can get thrown to this. They can get... Right. I mean, the parents... They do whatever they seem see fit to take care of their kid. So now, don't you think it's a little strange that Brittany had been, you know, put away for all this time and no one's heard from her? And then once this free Brittany thing broke, now all of a sudden she's let loose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do yeah. you think maybe she might have been being held there without her no. consent? No. You don't think so? No. Well, I think that, I mean, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I know how rehabs work. And especially someone with a conservatorship, if they wanted to keep her butt in there, if she wasn't taking her meds, they would have kept her in there. So what I imagine is that she's out now, or she's about to be out, and uh, I don't know. We just wish her the best, Mom. Yeah, I do. But I did want to bring up the Free Britney conspiracy. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think she was held there against no, her will? No, I don't. Well, Brit, I do. I do. Okay. But, you know, who knows? 50-50, right? Right. Keep an open mind. Right. Who knows the truth? Okay, so here's the very late. So we're just going to wrap up this Britney thing. But I love Britney, Mom. I saw her in concert twice. Remember? Yeah, she's good. I love Britney. Yeah. She's a good person, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know her. Okay. Britney Spears. So this is breaking today. Britney Spears will have a big reunion today with her kids, Mom. Britney and Kevin Federline have a joint custody of 13-year-old Sean and 12-year-old Jaden, blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Okay, there's her with her kids. We've told that progress is being made, but there's another big unresolved factor. The meds will stabilize her, but there's a more fundamental mental health issues that go to judgment and perspective that requires intensive therapy. So basically, they just wanted to continue therapy. Who knows what her diagnosis is, you know? Um, here's what her dad says. This is the don don don. I think the dad is like yeah, he's iron fist milking her. Yeah. Well, milking her maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He, I feel like he's very controlling. Yeah, but who do I? I what do I know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's the short story. Brittany's doing better, but she's not right. At least not yet is something her dad, Jamie, has been dealing with for nearly dozens of years as her conservator, trying to give her the best space she needs to live her life and at the same time steer her away from disaster. How old is she? She's 37. Yeah. Three years younger than me. Um, yeah, he, he better just wring his hands at her and move on. 
You wouldn't even do that to me. Even if I was out crazy, you wouldn't try to control me. No, I mean, that's, he just needs to let her do her own life. Mm. Run her own life. She's 36 years old. 37. 37. So you vote for Jamie to end the conservatorship and let Brittany be free. Yeah. That's what I vote. Else. Yeah. That's what I vote. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, Britt. We're watching. Right. We love Britt. Yeah, I do too. I, like I her. love her. Okay. College admissions scandal. In case you've been living under a rock or avoiding the news like I do, pretty much. Uh, you know about the college admissions scandal. Okay, just a very quick update, just a very quick briefing on the college admissions scandal. In 2019, college admissions bribery scandal, nicknamed Operation Varsity Blues, mom, oh, remember that, yeah. for Jeopardy down the road, exposed a criminal conspiracy to influence undergraduate admissions decisions. Okay, I'm going to translate that. Rich people paid the college to get their kids yeah, in. that's right. We don't like all that mumbo-jumbo talk. Right. Say it as it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, yes. Here's the latest. I just want to just skip it all and go to the very latest. I okay. thought you'd like this. Martha Stewart says she feels sorry for Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, Mom. That means she's guilty, too. <laughs> the TV icon and retail business mogul Martha Stewart shared her sympathy for Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman both of whom are facing charges for their alleged involvement in the college admission scandal. Stewart was asked in a red carpet interview with Entertainment Tonight, the trash heap of the world, the show I have to leave the room when it's on because they're so fake, on Tuesday at the 100 Gala, what advice she would offer Laughlin and Huffman. This is interesting. Yeah, because she went to prison. Yeah. Know. Okay, here's, here's what Martha said, Mom. Yeah. Quote, I just feel sorry for them. They might have made a bad mistake. And that's it? Well, God. It's kind of disappointing. She didn't have, because she's got so much to say about everything. Right? And she did uh, time, too, Martha, in some uh, cushy place. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, same. Uh, it was insider trading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, Lori Laughlin was Aunt Becky from Full House. She's on Lifetime a lot, too. I grew up watching Full House, and I even hated it as a kid. I remember being like 10, being like, oh, I hate this show. Uh, but it was the early 80s and 90s, and there wasn't a lot on. Mm. Uh, Felicity Huffman, Mom. I know her from uh, first two seasons of American Crime TV show, which I really liked. You, I didn't care you for didn't it. Like I didn't it. watch it. You didn't care for it. But I've seen her in other uh, movies, and she's very good. Mm. I like her. Yeah, she said she used to get stopped on the street and harassed due to her characters in American Crime. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. that interview, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hated her characters. Horrible. Her color names, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Lori Laughlin pleads not guilty, which is, I'm sure, some type of maneuver to manipulate something. But who knows? So I don't um, want to spend any more time on Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Well, she's going to get longer time than Felicity does. Okay. Felicity took a deal with the prosecutor. And they say Felicity uh, owned her part and like admitted it, where Lori Laughlin was being smug and didn't. As, taking autographs, writing autographs outside nah -uh. the court. Yeah, they showed her. Mom. She was getting ready to go into court and she was doing autographs. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Can you imagine? But then what? Do you, what's the other alternative? Hang your head in shame and, you know. Right. Who knows? So, 
I'm you glad can't she's say. holding her head up high and moving on. You know, God, I just, moving on, I'm but, sick of the corruption. Yeah. But you can't yeah. think about it too much or else right. I go crazy. Right. So we said it on our show. That's our part. Now we yeah. can just let it out of our head, Mom. Right. Oh, yes. On to the next story. NASA announces top three designs for home on Mars. Oh, that's interesting. Now, I have not heard that. Now, if if listeners remember, I said two, three months ago, I feel there's a, a plan to move all rich people to Mars. And everybody laughed. And now <laughs> what? NASA announces top three designs for homes on Mars. Okay. So they'll have to live in a bubble. Like uh, in that movie Martian with... Um, Yes. What's his name? Uh, ben Affleck's buddy, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, and that movie Martian, where he lived like in a bubble and maybe the plant. atmosphere on Mars is livable, and they just, you know, do that. And all these years, they've been saying no, it's not. I mean, who knows? You know, we. I don't trust no one, Mom. Right. I, I don't trust NASA. Person. I don't trust the government. I don't trust police. I don't trust the justice system. I don't trust the newspaper. <laughs> I don't trust the news. I trust you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. NASA has taken another step to make interplanetary living a reality, naming the top three finalists in its ongoing 3D printed habitat challenge last Thursday. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, here's one of the uh, designs. Oh, yeah, yeah, living in a bubble. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. a train that runs behind our hotel. <laughs> it's going by, but there's also a river. Okay, yeah, it, is, it looks like a bubble. New York-based team, blah, 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 does this and that and something else. Okay, they're doing a design. What's the rich guy's name? Elon Musk. Is he involved in this? No. I'm surprised because he's uh, into all these futuristic things. Yeah, well, he. my thing is I feel that Elon Musk is preparing us for overpopulation, and they're planning on uh, eventually... The rich people are planning on moving to Mars mm. and just letting the Earth dissolve. And you and I will be long gone by then. I yeah, don't by care. the time that happens, for sure. Yeah, mm. they can go to Mars. Yeah, I don't think much of that. Would you go... Okay, say uh, you and I won the lotto or whatever, and you had a chance to travel to the moon and come back. Would you? No. Me neither. Who would have I, to go to I the don't want to go to the Bahamas and back. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, I don't want to go to the moon. I don't want to go to the moon. I don't want to go to Hawaii or uh, Alaska. No. You know. I don't want to try. I don't want to fly. I don't want to do nothing. Right. <laughs> I want to sit here. Okay. Oh, yes. Mick Jagger is on the mend after heart surgery, Mom. I know. I'm so glad to hear that. Legendary Rolling Stones frontman Mick Jagger made his first public appearance last week in New York City following his recent heart surgery. TMZ reports the rocker was spotted attending an April 18th premiere for something at this place and something else. Uh, his girlfriend's 32 years old, Mommy. And he's 72. Melanie Hamrick. Okay, well, there you go. I'm glad he's on the man doing good. Me too. I, I mean, I'm not really a Rolling Stones fan, are you? Some of the first stuff they came out with I like, but not the later stuff. Mm, interesting. Okay, I'm going to play you something, and I want you to tell me if you know what it is. 
uh, Redemption, Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Morgan Freeman, he gets out of the truck here and he goes to find the rock. Yes, Mom. This is Mom's favorite movie, Shawshank Redemption. Mm -hmm. And she knit it right on the right on the head. Hit the yep. nail right on the head. Yep. Morgan Freeman's getting out of the thing. Well, guess what, Mom? You know that tree that uh, the rock was under? Yeah. That tree, it's kind of good news and bad news. The old oak tree from the Shawshank Redemption is still getting busy living, but now as a piece of furniture for a super fan. <laughs> oh, no. God, Somebody's bought the tree? I wish you could have seen Mom's face. Somebody's bought the tree and made a chair out of it? Brian McNeil, owner of Natural Wood Mirrors, tells TMZ he's been working with the owners of the famous, of the famous movie tree to craft a table for a potential buyer from Toronto who loves the film and has already had two smaller tables made from the oak. So the tree's been cut down a long time then. Let's see. We're told the guy dropped over 24K on two tables but wanted to make it wanted to take it to another level for a third piece of the set. Gosh, it's cost him almost a hundred grand. The Shawshank Redemption will be celebrating its 25th year anniversary. I can't believe that. I know, Mom. God. Love that movie. It's your favorite. We've yeah. even done trivia. Yeah. Tune into one of our earlier episodes. Oh, yeah. Mom, watch a Shawshank. You know it's going to be a good day. Okay, so it hasn't been... Uh... Oh, yeah. The famous tree was cut down after suffering severe storm damage in 2016. The lumber has lived in the form of collector's items, mm. including the 25th anniversary slices of the tree's trunk. Mm. So, yeah, it's been cut down a while. And it was due to a storm. It wasn't done out of just lack of Caring ignorance. for <laughs> ignorance and caring for a living thing. Right. Who knows, Mom? Yeah. You know, you and I are very jaded and skeptical. Right. But yeah, I thought I knew that you'd know that scene. Shawshank's your favorite movie, Mom. But it really is. It really is. Yeah. Oh yes. Now this story broke in North Carolina right when we moved here. Charter schools can't force girls to wear skirts anymore, according to North Carolina judge. Now, do you know those, like the typical schoolgirl look and the plaid with the plates and yep. Yeah. This came out of Raleigh, North Carolina. A North Carolina charter school promoting traditional values engage in unconstitutional sex discrimination by requiring girls to wear skirts, a federal judge has ruled. The U.S. District Judge Malcolm Howard ruled that the Charter Day School can enforce the skirts-only rule as part of its dress code that punishes violations with suspensions and even expulsion if you don't wear the skirt. No child has been expelled for violating blah, blah, blah. But girls are clearly treated differently than boys at the kindergarten through eighth grade school at Leland, about 10 miles west of Sumcrat. That's a violation of the U.S. Constitution's equal protection requirements. Now, why in the hell would you make teenager girls wear those short skirts, Mom? Why would a school do that? Well, also, didn't they come back and rule that they could wear uh, beige-colored shorts? Quote, all I wanted was for my daughter and every other girl at the school to have an opinion to wear pants so she could play outside, sit comfortably, and stay warm in the winter. Right. Bonnie Pelter said in a statement. But it's disappointing that it took a court order to force the school to accept the simple fact in 2019 girls should have the choice to wear pants. Right. So, yeah. So, you know how we said earlier, you know how I used to work at this rehab for teenagers. Right. Part of it, I, all my clients, most of my clients were girls. I did have some male clients. 
but a lot of them went to this uh, really ritzy school across the street, and they would come to rehab after school and be wearing these short skirts. Yeah, that's not good. And part of our whole thing was like teaching girls like self-esteem and how to dress well, appropriately. Uh, like fourth grade jungle gym. How are they going to climb the jungle gym? So and... the pervy teachers can look at them, Mom. It's a patriarchal society. That's terrible. Uh, the girls should be able to wear pants if they want to wear pants. 2019, can you believe it? They're still having to wear skirts. I never understood that. anything, they should be made to wear pants instead of shirts. <laughs> yeah, instead right? Of no skirts. skirts. Right, no skirts. I mean, what 12-year-old needs to be wearing a skirt, Mom? Right. These teachers, oh, it makes me so upset. Yeah. Okay, but we said on the show, let's just let it go. Right, it's gone. I'm pretty impressed that it came out of North Carolina. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, Mom, you love, well, I don't know if Mom loves Elon Musk, but we do follow the stuff that he does. Yeah. And Elon Musk made our show this week, Mom. Yeah. Do you want to hear? Yeah. Can your brain get connected to a PC? That means personal computer, Mom. Right. <laughs> I did know that much. Okay. Yes, says Elon Musk. Sometime in the future, Neuralink, that means brain link or whatever, right? Sometime in the near future, Neuralink may soon be close to announcing a product unlike anything what we have seen, a brain-computer interface, which is mind-bendingly sci-fi. Musk argues that through our over-dependence on smartphones, we've already taken the first step towards our cyborg future. So they're trying to, it's called transhumanism. What they're going to try and do is make us part machine, part human mom. What do you think? I, with all the, look at Aunt Sylvia, all the metal pieces she's got in there. She's got two metal knees and two metal hips. <laughs> she's and, a Terminator. And, I mean, so, yeah, I can But they're talking that. about chips, Mama, computer chips in your brain and stuff. Well, see, I, Mom would I love think that. everybody born <laughs> should have a chip in Mom's for the market of the beast. This little five-year-old little boy that's been missing this last week, they'd have known right where he was if he had a chip. Mom loves all that. Pets, stuff. they're putting uh, chips in pets. Right. Dogs and cats and birds. and. Remember when I would cry whenever I'd have to go to the algebra tutor? I could just have a chip and it'd be the algebra chip. And i go, what? Right. <laughs> right. Tutor who? <laughs> but right. uh, I think everybody should have a chip and that way nobody would ever be lost again. And, well, we do, um, basically the phone. Really, everybody, the tracking. You and I are obsessed with true crime. Everybody gets busted because of their phone. Everybody yeah, knows where right. they are. Right. I'm so, uh, yeah. against transhumanism. Mom is for it. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. Mom, uh, you'd love a chip in your brain, I bet. Yeah, what if I get lost? <laughs> you could be able to find me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I better, like, make you a ring with one of those... Uh, tracker chips on it and you can just keep the ring on right even that would be i'll look you up better. on the computer where's mom oh she's at the dairy queen yeah right. <laughs> okay you know what that music means mom even though there's no music playing right now <laughs> that confuses mom every time the true crime portion mm -hmm. of our show okay i think mom forgot we were recording she thought we were just sitting here talking i didn't okay i'm just waiting to see what's next Oh, you want to be entertained, just yeah. like the people at home and just like me. Okay, so we're starting with the latest true crime. Five-year-old, you just mentioned him, five-year-old, A.J. Frowned. Friend. Friend. 
Okay, there's like some car going by. It's a vacuum point our next door. Oh god. We're in a hotel. <laughs> oh my god. Like the train going by. Yeah. Well, I don't care. We'll just talk, right? Right. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Crystal Lake, five-year-old AJ friend, was put in a cold shower and beaten and then died of head injuries, mommy. Why did they do that to that child? Because they're psychotic. And she's pregnant again. The parents of five-year-old Andrew Friend forced the boy to remain in a cold shower for an extended period of time and beat him until he died. According to prosecutors, the boy was then buried April 15th, three days later, and his father reported him missing. Uh, I'd love to hear that 911 call. Uh, yeah, I don't know where my son is. Yeah, that's basically what he did. They played the 911 on TV. Bail was set at $5 million. Oh, yeah, the one thing that that confused me and Mom, I'm talking to the people at home like maybe they can answer us. One thing that confused me was why did they get five counts of homicide? Yeah, five counts of murder. Five counts of murder. Uh, Do they think see. he could have died five different ways and they aren't sure which one he died? Or, I don't know how That's that works. That's as good a theory as I've heard. Yeah. Joanne Cunningham and Andrew Freud Sr. faced a judge for the first time since authorities said they found what was to be AJ's body on Wednesday. Cunningham cried as the judge read the charges against her while friends sat there silent. Oh yeah, there we go. Cunningham was charged with five counts of first-degree murder, four counts of aggravated battery, two counts of aggravated domestic battery, and one count of failure to report missing her child's death. Okay, so they found his body, Mom, and it's just horrible. You know what? I feel like the news, the first report I heard of it, I feel like the news were setting it up for it to be the parents. Um, Or I feel like the news felt like it was the parents because they did this kind of like totally unbiased, like, report. And then at the end, they said, and none of the neighbors knew the family because they never came out of their home. And I thought, mm. oh, it's the parents. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Like, mm. like they had to drop that little thing at right. the end. Right. Um, oh, yes. Okay, let's move on in our true crime portion. This is, of course, you know, because we're on our moving hiatus, a little bit older story, but I felt like it was really relevant, Mom. Mm-hmm. Samantha Josephson, a college student that was mm. killed getting into the car that she thought was her Uber. Uber mom. Yeah. Yeah, we won't go into detail about it, but we believe that she simply mistakenly got into a particular car thinking it was her Uber ride. Right. She opened the door and got in and departed with a suspect driving. Okay. I hate Uber. They don't do background checks on people, and Mm. it's just annoying. I don't like Uber. I've taken it five million times, though, but I hate it every time. I hate it because you get into a, a closed space with someone you don't know, and then they try to talk to you. And I want to go, oh. And you'll never see them again. I want to strangle them, Mom. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like that. What do you how, What do you think someone could do to ensure their safety when they're riding Uber, Mom? Or Lyft or whatever? Uh, I heard a good idea the other day on mm, TV. Enlighten our listeners. And it was um, something to do with the name. Uh, oh, I know. I heard it, too. Um, whenever you open the door, you go, what's my name to the Uber driver? Right. And they'll say, your name's Cheryl, or your name's Vicky, and you go, yep. Yeah. Uh, but also, they give you the picture of the license tag. That's what it was. Yeah. Picture of the license tag. And they have the license tag number on there. You just have to look. And that's one mm-hmm. thing I always did, Mom, because, I, you know, I don't trust yeah. no one. Right. We've already established that. I only mm-hmm. trust you. Right. 
So whenever a car comes up and the guy goes, okay, get in, I look at the license tag, I look at him, and I leave a couple strands of my hair in his car. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> be yeah. very careful, people, when yeah. using Lyft and Uber. Because you know what? Uh, no one is going to help you. We have to start thinking like we're responsible for our own safety. The government doesn't care. The police, you know, there's corruption everywhere. Right. Nobody's going to mm-hmm. take care of you. And nobody owes us anything. Right. We have to start taking care of ourselves. Right. And I'm just so sorry for that woman and her family because, oh, you know, I say terrible. I checked the tag and this and that, but there was one time when I didn't check the tag when I got into an Uber. And I'm obsessively, like, anal about stuff. Yeah. And I didn't check a tag one time, me, you know? Yeah. So that could have been me, Mom. Well, if you're preoccupied or on the phone or yeah, something. Yeah, I was listening to music. Either, or, right. Sure. You know, and after you've had mm-hmm. a couple beers or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. But we just, you know, just be very careful. And I carry mace, too. Mm-hmm. And I got a big old keychain with a big old Bigfoot beer opener on it. And I can whap someone on the side of the head with it. Right. And spray them in the eyes. Right. Okay. Oh, yes. Our true crime portion. Mom and I watched Michael Peterson, uh, suspected of possibly killing his wife, Kathleen Peterson. He's the subject of the true crime documentary, The Staircase. Uh, what do you think, Mom, of him on Dr. Phil, and what do you think of him in general? Well, um, I just can't see how you could have two wives. Or the first one, I, maybe it wasn't his wife, but a living girlfriend, maybe. Something. Um, the one in Germany, yeah. Yeah. His significant other, yeah. And then the second one, Kathleen, like they said, there was so much blood. But Dr. Henry Lee said it could have been a fall down the stairs. Yeah, I never listen to people who they bring in for the courts because they pay, you know, expert, right. you know, this and right. that. And I don't trust the court system at all. I think he's probably guilty. I think he's probably guilty too. But again, we weren't there. But if I had to choose, yeah, I think he's guilty. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't sitting in on the jury. Me too. I don't want to have any part because of... I would have been... I don't want to participate. The one hold up of not <laughs> reasonable doubt, you know. Yeah. And I did. they did place reasonable doubt in my mind, but they also placed reasonable guilt in my mind. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's a defense attorney's job. They're, yeah. they're paid to make up believable lies, Mom. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's their job is to make up believable lies. Right. Same as prosecutor. They're, you know, right. prosecution's job is to make up believable lies. Right. So we'll never know. Uh, I think he's more than likely guilty. Yeah, I do too. You know, and with all the affair stuff and just, I think, here's what happened. They, their relationship was probably deteriorating. He was into this dude, like prostitute dude, whatever. Yeah, bisexual. Yeah, and uh, which is fine. Like, God, who cares? It's 2019. Like, who gives a crap anymore? And, uh... Don't talk crazy. <laughs> and... Yeah, I think maybe she got on the computer and maybe saw something and confronted him about it. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay, moving on. In our true crime portion, Mom, we're more than halfway through. Are you still enjoying the show? Yes. Okay, here's a little kind of philosophical question for you. You remember Chris Watts, the family oh, yeah. annihilator. Oh, yes. Yes. Killed his wife and two little girls. <sighs> and she was pregnant. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, this is an interesting question for you, Mom. Petition calls for Chris Watts' family photos to be removed from his cell. He has family photos of his kids and wife in his uh, prison cell. 
What do you think Let about that? Let him have the pictures. Okay. What do you think? I mean, he killed... He strangled. You know, there's a difference between shooting someone and strangling someone in my it mind. It takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Like you said about the stabbing death the other day. Oh, beating someone to death. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between beating someone to death and shooting someone. Right. He strangled his pregnant wife, which mm. killed his son, and his two little girls. Right. Why mm. would he have a picture of his family in his cell, Mom? What do you think? Psychologically, where, where do you think? I think he's very sorry he did it. Really? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change how he felt prior to killing them and killing them. Uh, there's still no good re There's no good reason for him to have killed his family. No. no. Nothing good about it in any way, no. shape, or form. But if he wants pictures out there, let him have the pictures. Mm. Yeah, the prison said that they have no reason to be able to remove the pictures yeah he's, and who knows he, he's got pictures up there anyway only the guards yeah nobody comes back to visit him in jail i mean uh visit him in his cell if they has visitors they have to go out to the visitor room so it's got to be one of those guards or inside people and they said quote allowing a murderer to keep a trophy of his victim goes against the purpose of the mission statement of the Wisconsin Department of Corrections. So they mm. feel that maybe he has a trophy thing. I don't even know. Psychologically, I can't even imagine. If I murdered someone, the last thing I would want to do is be looking at their face. Right. <sighs> like. Yeah. So if he can actually look at that picture and not feel some remorse, I don't know. God, I can't even imagine. I mean, can you imagine? What if he murdered me? Would you want my picture staring at you in the jail cell? Mm, no. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the right thing is. I just, it's a true crime portion, and we follow Chris Watts, so right. there you go. Okay, we have an update on Casey Anthony. Oh, I haven't heard this. Casey Anthony doesn't care what anyone thinks anymore of her. Did she ever? <laughs> That's good, Mom. I didn't think of it that way. While Casey Anthony has been known as the most hated mom in America, she believes she has paid her pence and is ready to reclaim her life after the death of her daughter. In 2011, Anthony was acquitted on charges of murder and manslaughter for the death of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee. Since the acquittal, Anthony has remained out of the spotlight, living a private life in Florida, dealing with her legal issues. I have insider knowledge i know where casey anthony lives guess what people in case you've never heard our podcast before my cousin dina and i are going to do an episode about casey anthony and guess who's going to be on there casey anthony trust i know where she drinks i know where she hangs out it's on what do you think about this casey anthony thing mom she doesn't care anymore people think i don't think she ever cared to begin with <laughs> Right. Yeah, Casey Anthony, it's just all confusing. She's guilty. Okay, oh, how, do yeah. you, how do you think it, it went It was down? an accident. Okay. I think she used uh, chloroform and used too much. Mm. And by her mother being a nurse and her being in the medical talk or jargon probably for years, um, she knew how to administer the chloroform, but she got too much and it killed the little girl. Yeah, I That's think she used Xanax. Zanny the nanny. Mm-hmm. A little bit too much. Or that, too. She could have used that instead of the chloroform. That's what I think happened. She overdosed her. Overdosed her by accident. Yes. Mm -hmm. Me, too. 
God Almighty. Dina, Cousin Dina, are you ready for the Casey Anthony episode? We're going to be scouring bars. I can't say. I was about to say where. Mm. I can't give up her uh, location. Mm. Okay. Oh, yes. This is one of these things that I'm just obsessed with, Mom. A mother finds sick and violent things spliced into videos for kids on YouTube. Videos teaching kids how to kill themselves, sex trafficking stuff, pedophile stuff. Yeah, in kids' videos, Mom. This is, if anybody knows me, they know that I'm obsessed with sex trafficking and how, like, underreported it probably is. And, you know, Mom, I think everything's sex trafficking. Yeah. I think everything is sex trafficking. Okay, let's see. It is looking like these videos are slipping through their automated filters because, at first glance, seem harmless, but a closer look, this pediatrician says, reveals something a lot more twisted like this. So this video in particular, this, this mm. one goes on to show the teacher in this classroom being shot. Others oh. contain mentions of sex trafficking and domestic violence. Uh, there are even some videos like this one that looks to have suicide instructions that were spliced oh. right into the middle of a popular That is pure trash. Dr. <laughs> Can you believe it? Get that off of there. Parents to get YouTube to remove them. Some have been taken down. But others were still posted when we went searching for them tonight. Anybody now, that picks up anything like that should be sent to jail immediately. Yeah, Mom. That's what I think, too. That's terrible. Well, I don't even want to get into the sex trafficking thing because, right. oh, God, it just gets me on a rant that goes on for an hour. Mm. And I just can't go there. Yeah, I agree with you. I just needed to just let you know that that was happening. That is terrible. I know. Mom, there's so much crazy stuff out there. It, like, freaks me out. Mm. It freaks me out. You know, yeah. the stuff I talk about. Mom and I can't watch a TV show without me going, oh, yeah, that person, that, that person, that. God, <laughs> watching the Grammys is this whole thing. Well, see that? That It's just out of control, Mom. Okay, we're coming to the end of our show, Mom. Do you have anything you want to add to current events or the true crime portion or anything? Think about it. Okay. Um. Anything at all. It's your show. Your fans have been waiting a month. You know how many messages I got? When's the next show coming out? When's the next show coming out? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, the five-year-old little boy that we just talked about, AJ. He did that. It's like uh, his family did this to him, so my heart breaks for him. Did he not have anybody he could turn to? No. He had no And he was one. only five was years five. old. Five he years old, so he mom. didn't know. He thought that was normal living, I guess. Anyway, and that's how these kids are. These oh, sex trafficking. The uh, people with the thirteen kids. <gasps> yes. Purple or uh, purple. Yes. Um, hold on. Hold on. Turpin family. Turpin. That was yes. I cannot believe I forgot about this. Yeah. Ugh. And they were sentenced to twenty-five to life. The Turpin parents face 94 years in jail each if convicted as prosecutors branded the case one of, quote, human depravity. Mm. I don't know what depravity means. It's bad. Uh, the bottom, the bottom, bad. The dregs. Right. Ugh. Ew. There looks, oh, I hate them. I hate their dumb haircuts. But he actually showed emotion this time during the sentencing. He cried. That's uh, for himself, probably. And it's when his uh, child. Uh, there was three of the thirteen children that got up and spoke, mm. and they really. 
laid it on their parents. And the sad thing is, is that those kids on some level think that that's normal because that's all they've ever known. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yes. Good one, Mom. And some of them have uh, sustained all kind of medical issues because they weren't fed proper food growing up. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. It's a scary world. Yeah. That's why we just talk about it during our show, and the rest of the time we try to be ignorant and blind. Right. <laughs> oh, so we could function in the world, Mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're moving on to the end of our show. What we're watching and doing, Mom. Uh, well, we haven't been watching a lot because, honestly, we've just been trying to get through the day. Mom and I are getting a sweet mobile home. Sweet, y'all. It's got a river running behind it. It's like the bomb. But it's not going to be ready until like another week or so. So we've been staying in a motel for over a month. Me and mom have been sharing a very small hotel room for over a month. And we're uh, we're still friends. <laughs> it hasn't all been wine and roses, but it's been good. But the good thing is that it's coming to an end. Jeopardy. We always Yo, watch Jeopardy. Oh, oh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Oh, yes. Mom. James. James Holitzer. Yeah mom okay we've been watching jeopardy as we always do and uh there's this guy on there named james holitzer and i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right but he's uh beating record after record after record he said last night the way he gets a lot of his information and learned this stuff is through children's books and libraries he said you read a children's book and it tells you everything but it's got a picture there and he said it's just easier to remember than reading adult books. Um, but anyway... Um, Do you think he's cheating? I don't want to say I think he's cheating, but it's too easy for him. It's mm. far too easy. And uh, he's learned how to manipulate this buzzer. Yes. Well, his number one thing is he goes right to the big money. He does. He goes this for a thousand, and the other contestants and are going two hundred. And they, they you know, rather than two hundred, yeah, yeah, rather than two hundred. And then he knows how to do the buzzer, and he knows when to beep it mm-hmm. to get the upper hand of the other. Two. I told Ma the other day. I read an article about Jeopardy one time, and they say, you know, if you make it to the game Jeopardy to play the game, you're smart enough. Mm. The actual hardest part of the game is hitting the buzzer in time. Yeah. That's what they say. Mm. Um, I think my theory on James is that he's autistic. He has spectrum disorder. He's able to read and categorize information and recall it. I think he has photographic memory. I I mean, he could be cheating, though, too. Photographic memory, probably. Yeah, I, I definitely think he's on the spectrum or has uh, asked. Has, but uh, last autism. night, one of the questions I knew the answer to was a very simple, easy question. He, he didn't even... Try to, he's, uh, he's like, he might have been mm. giving it to the other people to keep it interesting. I mean, he kind of made a face like, oh, what is this? And I, I was going to remember what the question was because I, I knew it. And I'm thinking, if he doesn't know that. I mean, there's many ways this could go. It could be, uh, you know, trying, because Alex just, you know, said that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. It could be some, you know, Jeopardy is helping this guy cheat to reel in watchers. It could be TV manipulation for ratings. 
you know, it could be anything, Mom. You and I know not to put anything past anyone, especially when a lot of money's involved. (laughs) Anything's possible. But anyway, tonight's another night. And um, the fact that he gets the big money first, but he usually always knows the answer. He usually does. Even though it's the big money. I don't know. We'll see tonight if he can continue. Do you think? uh, My big question is, when is Jeopardy going to put a stop to it? Mm, and can they? Yeah, really, can they? Um, now, at the end of this week, and, and Alex Trebek made a comment. He said, uh, let's see how far he can go. It was kind of like, how long is Jeopardy going to let him go on? Mm, so Alex said something kind of with an undertone of... Kind of. Can't, I can't remember what it was. So my two theories are either he is cheating uh, through Jeopardy with their hand, kind of like the... $100,000 pyramid thing where that happened in the 60s to gain ratings and uh, either that or he has autism and it just has photographic memory, excellent recall and blah blah blah. Those are my only two plausible theories. Yeah. Well I don't want to say I think he's cheating. I mean it's far too easy for him. Uh, it's like where's this guy been all this time? Jeffrey's been on, <laughs> been on since, yeah. 30 years and yeah. it's like he just now is coming out of a the only thing that makes me feel suspicious is that because Alex is going to be quitting the show sooner than later Mm. so I feel Alex Trebek didn't have you know cancer I wouldn't be thinking like oh it's some cheating conspiracy for ratings I don't think either one has anything to do with the other yeah I don't know yeah who knows I I really don't know okay all right uh oh yeah I'm reading a book called The Dark Path by Isaac what's up Conspiracy Theories of the Illuminati and Occult Symbolism in Pop Culture, The New Age, Alien Agenda, and Satanic Transhumanism. <laughs> it's the best book I've ever read in my life. And the reason why I'm reading it is because I want to watch the Grammys and know, like, when Beyonce comes out and all these snakes and pyramids and eyeballs come out, I want to know what they're trying to talk about. And I'm reading it. Okay, that's it. We're on to the announcements section, Mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, announcements. My cat, our cat, Mittens, passed away. Okay, this is like Sophia with Golden Girls. Are you ready? Yeah. Picture this. <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina. Best Weston, room 225. Mom and I had just watched um, the Michael Jackson documentary, Leaving Neverland. We went to sleep, and then we woke up, And guess who was dead? Mittens. My cat of (laughs) like 17 years. He died peacefully in his sleep. Uh, He died on his little bed. And I like went to go pick up his body to like put it in the cage. And his claws were like caught in the rug. And I like had to like, he was like stiff as a board. Mom, remember I was crying? Yeah. That was sad. And you were like, can I help you? And I was like, no, I just need to get his two by four stiff body into the cage so we can get him cremated. Oh, mm. and I had to like hook his, unhook his claws out of the rug, mom, oh, in the best sad. Western. That's sad. Every time I, I have to pass by that hotel on my way to work and I always think like his ghost is in there like looking for me right. in some weird dimension. Mm. Okay, Mittens died. Oh yes, I got a job at a grocery store, mommy. That's right. Yes, you did. Yes, I'm a very hard worker and they love me. Yes. I'm a cashier's assistant. Yes. 
a mm. lot of you out there didn't even know that cashiers need an assistant. Right. I'm there. I didn't know that either. And this week, Mom, I didn't know if I told you, I'm employee of the week. No, you didn't tell me. What that means, it doesn't mean like I'm the best. It just means that I'm new and so everybody in the store can ask me any question they want to ask me and I get a free lunch I get a park wherever I want I get to leave five minutes early oh, I've done wow. none of those things but I have been asked questions like where's the mayonnaise <laughs> no my co-workers mm -hmm. can ask me any question they want I've been asked who was my idol growing up wow. and I never I don't know I never thought about that they were like, what? You didn't have an idol? And I was like, what? I don't know. I never thought about it. Granddaddy or Queenie or... My grandparents, yeah, I don't know. I didn't have an idol growing up. Maybe like... Idol, that's a... Mom's like, that makes me nervous. That's idol. sacrilegious. Um, idol. Who did I... I don't think I idolized anyone. Uh, Mama Cass, you're crazy about Oh, Mama I love Mama Cass. Yeah, probably like musician stuff. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I knew you'd help me. Those two is what I. Mama Cass and Janice Joplin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell them. What other? And I got to ask one other question. I can't remember, but I didn't know that answer either. Maybe I just don't want people to get to know me. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I can't mm. remember. And like I said, Mom and I got a sweet mobile home, and it'll be ready within like. A week or so and <laughs> Ma's mom rolls her eyes we're living in the dang motel which thank God y'all we got a roof over our head we're not homeless by any means it, everything's great it really is we're just like we finally found the perfect place and they're like oh but it's not gonna be ready for a month and we're like what oh me you and sugar bear living in a <laughs> motel it could be way worse we know mm -hmm. that Mm. They could be way better too, Mom. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be out of this hotel soon. Oh, you want to do shout outs real quick and then that's it? Uh, shout out to Dina and a shout out to Peggy and a shout out to Lori. Aunt Sylvia, our Aunt Sylvia has brain, having brain surgery, Mom's sister and Mom's brother in the same week fell off a ladder. Yeah. So it's going down. Yeah, so that's my shout outs, Dina. And my shout-outs are to my friends, my hometown friends, Shannon, Sue Ann, Karina, Chaney, Darby, and Karen. Miss y'all. Excited for our reunion. And this summer, we're going to do a reunion in Florida, Casey Anthony style. You know what I mean? Wrapping ourselves in American flags, drinking beer. <laughs> All right. Having a wet t-shirt contest. Hey, anything else, Mom? This is the end of the show. Nope, that's it. All right. Again, we're sorry that we left y'all for a month and so distant. It won't happen again. Thank you.